This is a HeadGum Podcast. This is the Dumbbells, a personal fitness podcast with us, me, Aaron McGowan. And me, Ryan Stanger. Do you know your last name? Where we have discussions and answer questions on all things health and fitness. It just changed, so I'm really going back and forth. Oh, true. Um, But but we're just a couple of dumbbells. We're not scientists or doctors. Right. This is solely based on our own working experience. Working experience, yes. And a little bit of bro science. And a little bit of bro science sprinkled in there. We're not doctors, never claim to be. We're just a couple of what? Dumbbells looking to help you with your fitness. (laughs) <laughs> and that's great start now which is your line i know that for sure but i just took it uh it sounded better with you saying it aaron <laughs> and i would have to say if i could rate that intro on a scale of uh one to a hundred a hundred being the best score we could give it i'd give it a four. <laughs> oh yeah no what do you no, think no no better? no i'd give it i'd give it a 50 better or worse than last week i think it was um I think it was better in certain ways and worse in certain ways. I think okay. it had a fun, dangerous energy that, uh, that kind of built the tension. Yeah. Um, but I think that it was maybe a little too long. Really? I think people love a long intro. They love the length. <laughs> They're going to Blockbuster and it's two tapes. They're like, shit, this intro is two tapes. Holy yep. shit. I'm renting that for sure. <laughs> Good sign. Uh, we have a wonderful guest today. Yes, we uh, do. He has an excellent podcast that is accessible both uh, wherever you capture your podcast from, iTunes, all that stuff. Also on Patreon for a little extra bonus content. Two Old Queens is the name of the podcast. I've done it myself. Uh, A legendary Raiders of the Lost Ark (laughs) episode. Uh, And it was a thrill. The podcast is really great. They're doing a bunch of fun holiday stuff right now. Get over there and listen to it. Our guest today... The incredible Mark Rennie. Hello. What's up? <laughs> What's now, up? Do you love a long intro? I love a long intro, especially it's filled with caveats. Like this already saying, well, here's our advice, but don't take it. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I wish more podcasts did that. Yeah. You guys should add a warning right yeah, up yeah. top. I think we don't know anything. These are just our opinions, but we could be wrong. (laughs) (laughs) You guys still listen? Question mark. That's on you at this point. After this, it's on you. We do promise bro science. Yeah. We do promise our own working experience. What we do acknowledge is that no medical training. Is bro science like J- Jordan Peterson, <laughs> 12 simple rules, that kind of thing? Uh, I, I don't know if I would torpedo us that much. I okay, would say <laughs> I would say bro science would be in the more like, look, I went to the gym every day for two months and my chest got bigger and not really fully understanding why. But you're like, look, this is what I did. Or right. uh, you got to eat a ton of protein if you want to put on muscle. And then, you know, I may, we may not get into the, the nitty gritty on, you know, I mean, full, you know, full branch chain representation amino acids and then how your muscles. Oh, yeah. That's what I prepared for. The branch chain of amino acids. (laughs) (laughs) Now you tell me. (laughs) But when we do, when we go into bro science, we do do like a bro voice. Like, hey, Hey, you need a spotter. Hey. (laughs) You follow my daughter, Sistine, on Instagram. Stop it. 
<laughs> you know. ew, ew. Do you want to know that's Sly Stallone? Do you follow his daughter Sistine Stallone? He's constantly uh, <laughs> no. I I will Should throw I? this. Yes. Well, I'll throw it out there. You have to follow Sylvester Stallone on Instagram. It's okay. it's a truly wonderful follow. A good celebrity Instagram follow. He puts out a lot of content. I feel like it's him doing it because there's often mistakes where it'll be like part one of two and there's never a part two that comes out <laughs> or it'll just cut off, you know, kind of midway yeah. through. And then he's always trying to kind of like fold his family into it. Like you guys aren't going to believe what my daughter Sistine made for breakfast today. Oh my God. And then it'll like, and it's just some dumb looking like waffle. You made all this for me. Unbelievable. And they're like, Dad, stop it. You know, like that kind of shit. And then I it's love always that. and then his brother Frank Stallone will always be like, Oh, I love waffles. I love it, bro. And then there'll be like tons of like uh flex muscle, you know, emojis. Oh no. Yeah. We yeah. see the whole dynamic. Yeah. That's a lot of pressure to name your daughter Sistine. Like, yeah, literally is. a lot to live up to. Yeah. I mean, I feel like, you know, you do seven Rambos. And you're the, you know, you're there. People, nobody questions if they're just like, all right, yeah, of course. Rambo Seven's coming out. A lot of people say that number seven's the best one. A lot oh, of people, no. yeah. There's probably only been one good one. Uh, well, that, I mean, that's arguable. I would say one First Blood is kind of like the classic that has a lot of nuance, and then yes. two and three are both really fun. All right, and then four and five suck. <laughs> So, but there is there is some merit to two and three, but one is the you know where he's a Vietnam. It's like a real movie. Yeah. yeah, he's got you know PTSD before we knew what that is, and he blows We're, away cops. Yeah, and Brian Dennehy's a real fucking jerk, and oh, uh, so is David Caruso, a young David Caruso. Oh. Now that was how many minutes in so we got to a movie. <laughs> Sorry, I feel that was my fault. You can put that on me, though. No, I derailed no, no. that. No, I, I like I, to give Stanger a hard time about it because I've never seen a Rambo. You've never You're not seen missing a, anything. I haven't wow. seen a Rambo, but he's the Creed guy, too. Oh, yeah. Right? Uh, yeah. That's Rocky. Rocky. Yes, he's Rocky. So he's Rocky and Rambo. It's too he much. Is, he has got two major franchises and some would argue he has four if you count uh, the Expendables franchise as well as the Escape Plan franchise. <laughs> he plays a physicist that designs prisons. I got to break out of this prison I designed. <laughs> I'm wow. a mathematician. You think I they would have put him in any other prison? Yeah. <laughs> you got to nope. prove that it's not impossible to escape from it. Um, but I want to say this, uh, Aaron, you definitely, I know that people get mad when like guys will say, like, you got to see this movie. It's like, oh. I was like, no, I don't yeah. have to see anything. Uh, it's 2020. But I will say being a fitness person, I think you might enjoy the Rocky movies. Um, I think I would too. I don't know why it never, I never watched them. I think I mean, it's not in your demo and you're, you know, you're, you're, you're a lot younger than what, who would be, you know, into that and watching those. But I would say put the work in and watch all of them uh, with the exception of five and six and then watch the Creed ones. You can just stop after four and then okay. watch Creed and it'll make Creed even more enjoyable because you've put all the, the work into it. Creed would probably be more Creed to your sensibilities. One. Oh, you saw it already? I saw Creed the first one. Yeah. Okay. And it was hear, really good. He's working on a director's cut of Rocky Four where he eliminates the robot. Yeah, we're getting rid of the robot. We're junking it. I never <laughs> wanted terrible. it in the first place. I love the robot in there. Yeah. It's so weird. It's such a it's such a sign of like the eighties and Sly being like, We gotta get some sci fi. Well, we've already had three Rocky movies without a robot. Yeah. Give us one with a robot. <laughs> it's so, so weird. Gonna- 
They're making a new one of the same movie, but without the robot. He's doing like a special edition. He's oh, okay. re- re-editing wow. it. Wow! I've wow, been wow. editing this robot out of the movie. I hope he, I hope he really different. is the one editing it, though. Like on his <laughs> iMovie. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I will take this time yeah. on the down low to work on my editing skills. Yeah, Some nice dissolves, on. cube dissolves, where it rotates. I've been doing it on my Samsung, <laughs> my Samsung Android. Shout out to features. Sistine for helping me set this up. Yeah. Sistine is unbelievable technology. Well, that's She's Alec really good Baldwin also shouts out his wife all the time. He always says, follow my wife on Instagram. Hilaria, the yoga teacher. Her I name's Hilaria? Yeah, Hilaria. Is she funny? <laughs> no, no, she's a yoga teacher. They, yeah. they have to They're say, never funny. She's deadly say, serious. You can't be, <laughs> you can't be both yoga. Could you imagine a funny yoga teacher? That would be... Downward dog. How about stand up dog? Hello, is this on? You warmed up? <laughs> oh, man. oh man, that's funny, dude. <laughs> anyway, um, hey, let me uh, let me do this. We're gonna we're gonna talk uh, to Mark about everything that's been going on with him, but in an effort to kind of uh, <laughs> jam fitness in, I, I read a question early on just so that we can kind of you know. I'll talk about it. This is like a crazy long question. So I'll read some I pieces love questions of it, from audiences uh, from this guy. And then uh, I want to talk about uh, some of the holiday uh, picks. What, what like, so, so just to give you guys an idea, the two old Queens podcast is a search for the gayest movie of all time, right? This is true. Correct. And um, right now you're doing the holidays, the 2020 Jubilee. I've been listening uh, really funny, fun stuff. Um, and they're like, they're, you know, who, what, what is the gayest movie right now in the holidays? Current, uh, for the holidays, it's still Meet Me in St. Louis. Still Meet Me in St. Louis. Judy Garland, you know, it's yeah. hard to beat. Yes, yeah. What about I, Daddy's Home 2? No one's brought it in, um, <laughs> but I don't know how it, I think the Mel Gibson of it all would probably hurt its yeah. chances. I will tell you, I, I don't know all the standards, okay, but I would say that Mel Gibson plays the role in that movie. He plays that role so well i hated how much i loved his his character and and i was like if i was an older woman i would be into him and uh, that was and that was confusing for me because i wanted to hate him sure he uh aaron i'm with you because he is my relationship is incredibly complex because he's fucking good somehow and like it bothers me what a monster he is i know so we yep. like re- we revisited Braveheart and Braveheart's corny, but like he's, he's like it's good and like he's fucking good in it and he directed it. And I'm like, how is it possible that this fucking asshole is so talented? Right? It sucks. Apocalypto is great too. If, I know, I know. It sucks, but Even also how- you know, it's I always this whole argument of how do you separate the art from the artist? It's easy. Just don't yeah. watch their shit. There, have you seen every other movie? No. You're right. Well then, I tried take to, him hate, to the curb. I tried to hate watch Hacksaw Ridge, and I've loved it. <laughs> I saw in the theater, wiped away tears. It was good. <laughs> it's unfucking believable. And I hate Bill Gibson. Why do we keep giving him chances? I don't know. It's we, we can't do it anymore. We can't support him. We're not going to. I'm going to edit this out of the podcast. No, no, the rest of the cast is so great, and 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 Mel Gibson does a good job. It's, he is well, transitioning though. Like just looking at his face now, he looks like. The crazy he always was. Like, oh yes, he yes. looked like there's something in his eyes where it's like there's a manic mania going on now. You're, that's very you're to- unsettling. 
you're totally right. And I have a theory that people eventually start to look like what they are. So whatever, <laughs> like your youth can kind of elevate you for a while and, and mask what's going on in there. But eventually you just start to look like what you are. Like, I remember when that uh, uh, astronaut lady, like uh, it came out that she was wearing a diaper and traveling cross country to like murder yes. somebody. Not and Sally Ride. No, 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 no. Different uh, astronaut. Different. Got it. Got it. Uh, and it showed her face and it was like, oh, yep, there. Yeah, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> but I think if you caught her at 18, you'd be like, oh, you know, she seems like a normal astronaut. <laughs> sure. Um, so let me, uh, we're going to get into some more uh, Two Old Queens, some holiday movie talk, and then also Rennie's current fitness regime. Uh, but first, uh, a, a, a long note from Roger. Um. A long note from Roger. Very long. Okay. So, uh, hi, dumbbells. You guys feel free to interrupt, jump in, and I don't. I, think, I don't think I'll read Riff, all this. Have some fun. <laughs> yeah, because this is like uh, we're getting into like infinite jest territory with the length of this thing. Footnotes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Could you? It's like what is this? The fucking Tolkien goddamn thing? We get it. <laughs> you picked uh, this, right? Yeah. Okay. Hi, dumbbells. Uh, first time, long time. My wife and I are expecting our first child in June and are super pumped about it. I know that you've had questions like this a few times over the years, but was hoping you could answer about these in light of living during uh, living the quar life. Hashtag quar life. I don't like that hashtag. Me either. Roger, <laughs> we got to punch that hashtag up a little bit or eliminate it. Yeah, I don't think um, we need. We all understand where we're yeah. living in. <laughs> uh, but Roger, you do get points for not saying before times. Um, Thank you. Yeah, we do love that. <laughs> My goal with six months to go, I want to be in the best shape possible. Keep it in mind that when the baby comes, my routine food, exercise, sleep is going to be thrown out of whack. Uh, another way to put this is not necessary, but I'll read it anyway. I don't want to spend months crushing it on the pec deck only to turn it to flab when my life <laughs> changes completely. <laughs> pec deck. Pec deck. Uh, my current, my current routine, I have, I have a Peloton and I'm currently programming my weeks to take 45 to 50 minutes of classes five days a week. I use the other two days for recovery, doing a combo of meditation, stretching and low impact rides. I am generally eating well using the Noom app, but the occasional binge, uh, but have the occasional binge because we live in a hellscape and sometimes a guy has to just crush a za. Oh boy, Jesus! This vocabulary. I'm on, I'm on a ride. I'm on this ride. He's either uh, abbreviating too much or not enough. <laughs> um, I I gotta say, I disagree, Roger. I feel like that second paragraph there was perfect. Um, here are my questions. Zah? No, no, no. Peck deck doesn't work. But the second oh one God. with za was perfect. Um, and that's the rule. Uh, here are my questions. Fair enough. Any thoughts on general approach or fitness goals you think are good for pre-dad? I'm trying to figure out which of the following approaches is better. Do as much workout and super precise eating as possible, since I am uh, likely not going to have the time slash mental capacity to do so when the baby arrives. Try and calibrate what I hope uh, or try to calibrate, calibrate what I hope my workout and eating approach for baby life is now uh, to, to acclimate. That makes sense. Does that make sense? I read, I read it weird. Try and calibrate what I hope my workout and eating approach for baby life is now so that I can acclimate. Uh, for those who are dads, uh, how did you balance your fitness and eating goals with a pregnant partner who both has cravings and needs uh, calories to gain? 
the first few months. When you think back to your first first few months of parenthood, what do you think uh, a realistic goal should be for exercise? For those who did not actually give birth, how did you approach exercise in a way that was also supportive of your partner who gave birth? And how early is it? Uh, how early is too early to get the baby into five by fives? That's cute. That's funny. funny. That's like a yeah. Yeah. Cause, um, okay. Good. A little joke. I know this is a long. I know this is a long question, and Mark Rennie might not like my abbreviations. Apologies in advance. Uh, wow, very fun. Okay, Roger. Yeah, Roger, soothsayer, Roger, Raj. Um, okay, <laughs> Raj. Uh, so there's some good stuff in here. That's uh, that is. They're all fair questions. I don't know, Aaron. Do you, anything jump out at you? Uh, Mark, well, anything being a father, I have a lot of information <laughs> to give this man. Um, Your four babies are crawling all over you right now. Yeah. Well, you yeah. are a trainer, and this guy could be your client. Yes, <laughs> yes. No, I um, I think that you know, I think trying to get in great shape right now is a like it's not a bad idea. Um, I do think you know trying to you know, trying to prep for a baby before a baby is there mentally is like, I, I can't imagine what that is even like. Um, cause I haven't gone down that road, but I think just consistency is a good place to start. Um, it sounds like he's doing consistent exercise now and then trying your best to work out when you can, when the baby gets there to continue and like knowing that your food or your sleep might be off, like having like pick a thing to be consistent with either like your workouts or your food. It sounds like with the Peloton, you've already got like stuff kind of locked in. So it's like, try to keep that consistent would be my, would maybe be my advice for, for Roger is to, to not worry about all the things when your baby gets here, just pick a thing to stay consistent with. I dig it. Rennie, uh, anything I, jumping know. out at you? Yeah, I can, first thing I, I thought of, there's nothing worse than like you see like a new mother looking exhausted with like her super fit husband. It's like the time here is not fair. Like he's clearly like <laughs> still selfish. I say let yourself go to shit now. That way, when the baby comes, it's not as jarring when your body does collapse. And that so way, any, any improvements you make post-baby will feel better as opposed to like this crushing defeat you're going to have once the baby comes and you can't work out and diet anymore. When it, so yeah. I say you're just setting yourself up to fail if you're getting super fit and jacked now. So that's so how you acclimate. Yeah. yeah. That way, yeah. any improvements you do make are going to feel even better. Okay. Yeah. Sandbag. Sandbag. Um, SPs. Uh, I dig that. I mean, that uh, I think we can leave it there, Roger. Uh, no, I'll just I'll, I'll say a couple of things. I like what Aaron said. I love what Mark said. Thank love you. It. Wow. That. OK, Faves. he's hitting us against each other. Well, hey, right now, Mark's winning the show, Aaron, but it's, the show's not over. You're doing, you're doing pretty good. I'm, uh, uh, no. OK, fine. If you could just watch all seven Rambos before this podcast. Oh, OK, I'll be back. <laughs> Uh, so a couple things jump out at me. Uh, yeah, I think, I think now, you know, obviously, you know, making hay while the sun shines is a great thing to do. And it's just, I think people kind of feel when you're having a kid, the need to do that anyways, like we got, let's go see a movie. Let's go do this. Obviously can't do any of that stuff now, but you're trying to kind of think like, oh, we're all this stuff we're going to miss out on or not be able to do when the baby arrives. And there is some truth to that, but 
you know, the baby being there very quickly becomes your reality and you adjust accordingly. I mean, there's a couple of like wild months that are like the, uh, the roulette scene in deer hunter maybe, but, um, (laughs) God, (laughs) if things go well, um, no, but I'll say this. I think, yeah, I think there's something to just, you know, taking advantage of your time that you have now. Um, but also, you know, making sure, I think if you want it, if it's stuff you're going to be able to take with you when the baby shows up and things get a little bit more pressed time-wise, is that self-efficacy. So it's like, yes, I have these workouts. There are things that I can do, you know, maybe kind of come up with some some really effective, you know, 15 or 20-minute workouts and get your mindset around those being equally beneficial and counting in the same way that, you know, a two hour workout would. And a lot of that's just kind of a mental game because you think like, Oh, you know, the baby's sleeping, I have 20 minutes, but I can't get a real workout in. So I'm just not going to do anything. And that's not the case. And I think if you have, you know, a couple of those in your back pocket, like, Oh, great. I can get a 20 minute ride in, you know, the pe- the Peloton's going to be a real boon for you because, you know, if you, if you're, if you're stuck at home with a kid, you know, kind of anchored to this kid and obviously gyms are closed anyway, but say, say, let's say they weren't, you know, being disappearing for an hour while your wife's there with the kid, while you go to the gym is uh, not fair. So I think having the Peloton there will be great for you and your wife. Uh, so I like that. And then as far as food, I mean, yeah, just, I would say instead of concerning yourself too much with omissions, like what you can eat, I would just make sure that going into this baby, you have, uh, some consistency with like a healthy with healthy meals. So it's like, okay, I get my three square in, I represent the macronutrients. If we have some desserts or some treats, fine. But I always know that at least breakfast, lunch, and dinner, I'm going to get something healthy. And then you shouldn't fall too far when you have the kid. I mean, you're going to, you guys are going to need to eat for comfort and, you know, convenience. But I think if you have a good base going into it, that'll help. And then as far as your wife, man, it really sucks because how we, at least in America, I think there's some Scandinavian countries that are really good about um, about this kind of this stuff, and further along than we are. Do you so say Scandinavian countries? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think that we're we're pretty disastrous in how we our approach to pregnancy uh, post baby, so postpartum. There's not. I, I mean, that's that's you the have only to, thing America has failed at. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I mean, compared to other countries, everything. we're nailing everything else. <laughs> One of many, uh, yeah. but I mean, you have to like think about, and this is this is maybe not the the most positive way to look at it, but like going through pregnancy, even if it's not a cesarean section, is like having a major surgery. It's a major yeah. trauma to the body, and there's just kind of this expectation, like, oh, two days in the hospital, and then mm-hmm. go home, and then hey, you know, kind of take it easy and rock and roll. It's like why why on <laughs> earth? Wouldn't we have some kind of like, oh, no, you do physical therapy after you have this baby. And Mm. there's, you know, exercises that are part of your medical that you will then do and then meet with somebody to teach you kind of how to get your body back on track so that you're, you know, healthy and can, you know, do day to day function and then get back to exercise in a way that's not limited. And you have to kind of as new, like a new mom, do the research yourself to figure that stuff out. There's no. There's no system in place. Like when you have a knee surgery, it's like, great. Now you meet with this physical therapist and then there's all these, you know, programmed exercises that you can go through. And then you, you know, you do set exercises and you get the right amount of time to completely recover and you get the help and support you need. There's none of that. So I, I would, if I were you do as much research as you can 
for your wife together and then come up with a plan for her so that she, you know, feels supported and that, you know, there's gentle kind of exercise and physical therapy that she can do to help kind of, you know, move things along, you know, in, in a way that's, that's nurturing and, and convenient and will, you know, get her feeling as good as possible as soon as possible. I don't know. That's my two cents on that. I think, yeah, I think uh, communicating with your wife about what she wants and needs and what will make her feel supported after giving birth. And maybe she won't know that till after she gives birth and you guys are in it. Um, but yeah, disappearing to go get your pump on <laughs> might not be the might Later. not be what what makes your marriage and new baby pop off. You know, it might be you might need to just like hang out and just be there and. You know, it's almost like it's not about you anymore. <laughs> it's crazy. It's so jarring for crazy. a lot of men, I feel like. <laughs> I, I feel like Roger asked fair. He, he, he was considered. I think yeah, he's well, a good I You know, what? I think Roger's a good guy. I do, too. I do I, too. I'd like Roger to write in on if he's a good guy or not. Are you a good guy? I mean, it's hard <laughs> to sympathize with anybody with a Peloton. I'm sorry to say. It's just the I facts. Got one. <laughs> you got one. You got one? I have one. Yeah, we've talked about it. We haven't talked about it. I've I don't think for, we talked about that you have a Peloton. I've had it for a while. <laughs> wow. What? Such heavy wow. size. Such heavy wow. breathing after that. <laughs> wow. You rich? Is, have you seen What's that up? mirror thing? <laughs> the mirror? What? No, I, I haven't have tried the, the mirror Have you seen yet. the ad I, for the mirror? It's crazy. Seen, yeah, yeah. It's cool looking. It's like Total Recall. It's the future. Yeah. I want one of those. I want one of those mirror workout. Yeah. Uh, equipment things i think that looks like black mirror i think it's like okay it we're we're introducing black mirror into our homes because people are going to start falling in love with the person in the mirror (laughs) (laughs) you know and then how do you get to them you know yeah might start asking him to change his ways yeah (laughs) (laughs) can we be alone Uh, is that good, Roger? Is that enough? Yeah. So get the mirror for your baby. Yeah. Get that, that baby. Get that baby's pump on. Would you say? Yeah. Yeah. Five by fives as soon as possible for that baby. Ace it going. Nobody trusts a skinny baby, and I'll say that you want that baby to have muscle, tone, or fat. You can't yes. have a skinny baby. No, or a skinny cook. No, yeah, God, no. <laughs> Don't trust a skinny cook. God, no. Although that Mario Batali, man, you can't trust him either. Well, that's he's for different real, reasons. Yeah. Yeah. He's a real scumbag. The Crocs yeah. were the first warning. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> if they're fat and have Crocs. Yeah. Call somebody. Call somebody. Call your mom. And not enough of a hair for a ponytail, but still no. tying it back. But still trying. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He's always dressed like he's like in Jurassic Park, I feel like. <laughs> a little safari. A little safari. He wants to be. They're testing for weaknesses. <laughs> yeah. Love that guy. Okay, yeah. so so should we find out about Mark's fitness routine right yeah, now? Yeah, so uh so Mark, what's so what's going on with you? What <laughs> the the listener can't see every time we almost mention Mark's fitness routine, his eye roll and funny like he's <laughs> He's holding his mic and we're Ryan and Stanger and I aren't We're we got our mic in a stand, but 
Mark has like this like very fun, it <laughs> takes the mic away, kind of laughs. And I'm like, let the people hear the laugh. We want to know. Yeah, the people okay. want to know. People okay. need to know how funny I'm being. If you're not, if you're laughing off mic, <laughs> laugh hard into the mic. Well, normally with the podcast, I use the mic stand because I need to type while we're doing the podcast and stuff. But I feel like on podcasts, I don't have to. I'm free. You know, I'll yeah. like. I'll, I'll yeah, you're doing time. a set right now. I'm you're doing not- a set. You know, I got to put the time in. Don't give me that light. I got still more to come. <laughs> Dragging that cord around. Um what so, else? What else? What else? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Trump, huh? Is from? That's... Is that your daughter? Oh, fuck. <laughs> uh, God. The state's here. Uh, so, so what's so what's happening? What 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 are you, you doing? Know, How do you fitness wise? Yeah, uh, whatever. It took fitness, a few months. Food. I was food is whatever, but fitness wise, I was finally able. This cha- I was looking. I had a job. I have a job. Um, right. <laughs> not to brag, <laughs> but so I started looking for like gyms around my work, and okay. I found like a rock climbing gym that I was all set to go start going to. This was back in March, but then you know oh, shit hit yeah. the fan. I said, "Well, I got to do something." And I'm sitting at home all day. I'm going crazy, and I got you might have some. I don't know if anybody's mentioned this before on the show. Uh, Ring Fit Adventure. Have you heard of this? Yeah, for the Nintendo Switch. I have. My son has oh. it. We. I play it too. It's fun. I do too. I. Yeah. That's my workout. <laughs> great it's great i'm doing and the i knew it was working because you end up doing like squat to do like a half hour workout in the game because at times how much actual workout you're getting in it takes like an hour yeah to get an actual half hour workout so i try to do a half hour of it uh but you're doing squats you're doing planks you're doing it's like i'm sweating like a pig so i figure it's working Oh For my sure. gosh. I love this. <laughs> so I had, and I like gamifying things. I like video games. So I like progress and like, you know, like leveling up and like all that stuff is very pleasing and motivating for me. Yeah. As long as you don't gamify relationships. No. How many kisses have I gotten? <laughs> <laughs> you guys don't do that? I do. That. <laughs> I think it's very sexy. <laughs> I get upset if I'm not to a hundred by the end of the day. Yeah. yeah. But 98, <laughs> somebody's sleeping alone. But then trouble. in the middle of the summer, my Nintendo Switch crashed. So I had to oh, send it shit. to get fixed. So it took like a month. And then, when, so I wasn't working out that entire month, essentially. Um, so then it came back and I was like, oh, I'll just pick up right where I left off. And when I was doing it, I was steadily increasing the difficulty level every yeah. day, like by one point. But it kicked my ass. I was almost close to throwing up. So I figured, oh, I must have been making some sort of progress. If yeah, now yeah. when I'm getting trying to go back to where I was, I'm feeling nauseous. <laughs> so to me, Wait, that's progress. So can you explain? I because I haven't done this. So I have a switch, but this is it how it's like a circle. It's like a circle thing. Yeah, yes. I have it right here. Mark's oh. gonna show it, but you. So for people that don't know, Ring Fit Adventure is a game for your Switch. You get a uh, you get an attachment uh, when you buy the game. Oh, cool. That's like this. Um, this it looks like a this is great uh, a, we- a wheel, <laughs> and you can put the uh, the Joy Cons that are part of the Switch in the wheel, and then you also get like a, a leg strap for your that's leg. true to your thigh. And so you it knows one on how your hard thigh. you're pushing and. Yes, and then it's able to like you know through somehow some of some of the somehow the Nintendo wizardry is able to know, and it's pretty accurate like what what you're doing, how fast your legs are moving, and whether or not you're kind of doing the exercise that it's asking you to do. And you have like an avatar on screen, and then you have different challenges and tasks and adventures that you do that incorporate uh, you know basic you know fitness movements. 
And uh, yeah, so depending on what you want to do and how hard you want to make it, you can kind of scale it accordingly. The graphics are fine. They're like good enough. cartoony, you know? Yeah, cartoony, but it does, there is something satisfying about it. And as you're hitting like your squats and, you know, breaking through levels or running or doing whatever you're doing in place, you progress in the game and get points and do better or worse. Before, uh, I I was at the maximum difficulty level. And there's ones where you have to do like 38 squats. Yeah. To me, that's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it was hard. The numbers could... go up. You're doing, it's all, it's all, uh, Aaron, it's like all, um, you know, body weight, uh, you know, movements, home, every, anything you can do at home and right. you know, burpees and, you know, up downs and all that kind of stuff. And it's great. These things they can, making you do burpees. I haven't gotten to burpees. I haven't seen the bur- I don't know what Ryan's talking about. I haven't seen any. There's wide squats, which are very, I can't do for whatever reason. I Googled it. I was like, for, it wouldn't recognize when I was in doing those wide squats. So uh-huh. then I Googled it and people on Reddit were saying, it's because you're like too tall. So I'm like, well, that's it. It's not me. It's the, uh, <laughs> I'm just born too big. I- so that's my out. <laughs> you're too tall. You're too tall and ripped. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. That's what my problem is, too. But Everything. that's pretty... I just got a kettlebell uh, like a week ago. Oh, but fun. I, great. I haven't... I don't know what to do. I'm afraid to swing it over my head in my room. Well, you don't have to swing it over your No, head. I think I do. <laughs> you don't. You don't. <laughs> I, I love... I've like sung kettlebells praises over quarantine because dumbbells went so fast. You can't but, find kettlebells either. I went to Target. The shelves were empty. Now, they, they went... It's definitely second or maybe third. Like it was like mm. I was able to get kettlebells before I was able to get dumbbells. Yeah, people started wiping their ass with kettlebells. <laughs> and then first it's toilet paper yeah. and then the kettlebells are gone. And now people it's like are oh, losing their minds. Losing their goddamn minds. What are we gonna do? You know? Onward They're Blu-rays are next. Reusable. <laughs> reusable. So that's why you just wash them off, them by them. the toilet. Yeah, you're yeah. fine. <laughs> I call that my skettlebell. <laughs> 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 oh my god! Oh my god! Holy shit! Oh my god! Yeah, what? What's the weight on your kettlebell? Well, my boyfriend gave it to me because he wasn't using. It. He has other ones. It's a twenty-five pound. Wow. Okay. Oh, great. Is that a Do lot? A lot? I that. don't know. That's yeah. Good. Yeah, that's good. I guess yeah. I'll just start doing squats with it. Hold it in front of my yeah, chest and do squats. I'll just hold it like a little baby. Yeah, hold it like a baby. <laughs> you could do sit-ups with that. You could do some rows. Oh. Rows with it. Oh yeah. Even yeah. deadlifts, they're not going to be hard, but a good deadlift. Because I do sense I'm going to plateau. You plateau on the ring fit pretty soon. Well, you know? well, you'll you'll get to that. You know, you'll adjust to that level of fitness, and then now you need to to you know to kind of get out of that. You need to either up the intensity a lot or add right. resistance. And so mm-hmm. then, but doing that with some resistance train resistance training would be perfect. I've yeah, also so, done um, Just Dance on the Switch. Oh, yeah, oh, that's fun, fun Which right? is a crazy. I'm sweating like a pig on that one, too. The ABBA songs. <laughs> ABBA? Oh, that's fun. They got ABBA on there. Disco is the best. <laughs> yeah. How how yeah. does that know what you're doing? You're holding the Joy-Con. I don't know. Wait, you, it's you very forgiving, though. Like, if you don't quite... There were, like, moments where it's like, you have to do, like, a special move to get bonus points, and there's moments like, I know I missed it, but they gave it to me. I'm like, okay. Yeah, if you're not quite <laughs> nailing the choreography. I'm not quite nailing. They're it is the, the gayest game I've ever played, though. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> which good. I do appreciate. Are you guys going to do a video game version? Um, We should, probably. I don't know. Maybe. Sure. Yeah, yeah you guys should. I mean, it sounds like you already have one of the options. That's true. Just Dance. That's, 
that's the obvious choice. But here's what I learned about the show, and I, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty, and doing two old queens. Hmm. I I initially was like, oh, maybe it's fun if we pick something that's not, you know, and then we find, you sure. know, the the gay stuff in it. That doesn't work the best. The best thing for the show is just to f- pick the gayest thing you can think of and then bring that in there. You well, there's to have- been like, get, we asked John Mackey, like we, he knew the premise of the show. We said, bring in a movie you think could be like the gayest movie of all time. And he brought in Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure, which is nowhere <laughs> near the gayest movie. So then no. it's fun to unpack. Why do you think this is a gay movie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Straight Matt, person. Matt- because I did it early on, and you guys were a little more uh, obtuse about what the premise was. Like now saying, we're more. We used to hide what the premise of the show was and spring it on people that were looking yeah. for the game. But now <laughs> yeah. it's more fun to think. Why did you pick this? <laughs> yes, I think that's that's a good idea. Yeah, yeah. Because mine was like, I was like, shit, man. We're really, you know. Eh, but but Raiders of the Lost Ark did have some good moments. We were Absolutely. able to find some good stuff. How are the numbers on that episode? Still staggering? <laughs> Peaking. <laughs> staggering. Keeping the whole enterprise afloat. Long tail on this. Long tail on the Stanger episodes. Long tail on the Stanger. Yeah, people can't get enough. <laughs> um, what movie would you pick, Aaron? Uh, I don't know. Quickly. I, I was, I was, I'm still pushing Daddy's Home too. <laughs> I do not think that would do well. No, is, there, is it homoerotic? Well, I mean, any you would think a movie called Daddy's Home too would be the gayest I know, movie I just, of all um, time. It's... Sounds I, like a not porno. I just really like the um it's like a, it's Christmas. We just you're watched horny it. for Mel. I'm oh, I'm not, but I like and John Cena's in it. It's like a lot of good dads. Um, I don't know. I you know, I don't know. It's definitely not this. It would not do well. <laughs> okay, I'm not I will be more fun. If you have me on, I'll be more fun. Okay. I'll have you ever a better movie? But this will happen. Uh, musicals do well. Yeah, prom. Have you seen prom on Netflix? <laughs> we did that on our. We just recorded that for our Patreon. Okay, nice. Okay, it's terrible. I just, I just watched it, and boy, <laughs> it's bad, right? Am I crazy? It's not good. And it's bad in a fun way. Mm, I feel like there's some dissension here, <laughs> Mark. Is it not bad in a fun way? It's. It's. I thought Be it honest. was more boring than anything. Okay, I thought James oh. Corden was really awful. I don't know who is a fan of his. I don't understand the appeal. Why he's famous? <laughs> yeah, why is he famous? Like, who are the people rallying? I got to see what James Corden's up to. I don't understand. He's... I guess he's just, like, inoffensive. Well, to me, when he first got the job, it made perfect sense. I was like, of course, this is the obvious choice for this job. This guy that we all <laughs> know and care about. <laughs> sure. We've no followed like, his career for years. Yeah, we've been following Corden's <laughs> career for years. Of course. I can't wait to tune in and see this, you know. Um. Like, like if this is like my sister's friend at like a party, like I wouldn't even want to talk to him and be like, oh, I guess I'll have to go. And this guy gets a show, you know? Right. But yeah. he's like a Broadway guy, right? I think so. I think he won a Tony for something. Yeah. According so I him. think he has like that according according. Audience, uh, audience on lock. And he's and then he like did that one movie um, with that into the musical woods? into the woods. And that like got him. To me, because like I didn't know him. I'd love to see what this what the ratings are on that show. I'm guessing not great, but on the the late late show, whatever yeah. that one. Maybe he is really attracting the the billions of you know like Broadway people that are like you know following niche Broadway people, and that's what he brought <laughs> into that. <audience. laughs> it's certainly possible. I mean, like, Aaron, you you follow Broadway. You kind of knew him, so I guess you know. I don't follow Broadway. I, oh, never mind. I thought you I were just, the go-to Broadway person of the dumbbells. Yeah. 
<laughs> I thought they made all the. I didn't know they were making new musicals. This was you thought the they real, were done. I thought they were done when I was like 25. <laughs> my friend was like, let's go see like uh, Wicked. And I was like, OK, that sounds cool. Like and we were talking about on the way there about like, I'm so like, I'm so glad they I'm so glad we have like so many musicals that we can just keep <laughs> making over and over and over. Because that's what I thought musical like they just like make them with the new cast and it's like a new like Shakespeare. Show. And and then like they were like, oh, here are all the new musicals coming out in the next year. And I was like, what are you talking about? (laughs) (laughs) And then my friend was like, like dug in to what what are you talking about? And I was like, I did not realize they were making new musicals. You thought it was like classical music, like Beethoven or something. Yeah. (laughs) And it is done. That part of history is done. And we We don't do that anymore. Why did you think they stopped doing it? I don't know. I really wish I knew. I just thought that it was like an old art form that was done. And we just enjoyed that. All of those scripts. And we just moved on. I feel like I said Shakespeare and you guys both ignored me. But I feel like that's a good like like everybody will do, you know. Absolutely. Like a, a sh- not set in the 1930s, like Hamlet kind of thing. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> The re- exactly. Have you seen that? Have you ever seen the Kenneth Branagh Hamlet? I saw that in the theater, four hours long. Oh wow! Do you get a prize at the end of that? Because that we did. We got long. kisses. <laughs> <laughs> How long was it in comparison to the intro today? Uh, bre- <laughs> breezier, breezier. <laughs> uh, there's a Mel Gibson Hamlet too. I think right. Oh, I think I don't think he directed. I think it's yeah. I think he's in he's it, just though. in it. Yeah. Do we need to see Mel Gibson be angsty? No. No. What are you complaining about, sir? You're yeah. fine. You're doing fine. He is fine. You can do. You can do anything, and you're fine. Sometimes. Yeah. You can literally yeah. do and have done yeah, the worst things have. you could possibly do. And, and Jody Foster in is yep. still taking your calls and backing you up somehow. Um. So what? What is your favorite musical now, then, Aaron? Oh. Um. <laughs> I. Mark. <laughs> Mark, well, let me ask you guys this. Did you guys like La La Land? Because I liked no. it. No. You didn't like it? Because I liked boring. it. I liked how you added that in really fast. Yeah, because I loved it. Does, don't be mean. Because <laughs> I loved it. We all liked it, right? <laughs> I was very resistant to see it because I was like, I'm not going to watch this fucking stupid shit. And then, um, and because it got so much, like initially it got so, so much, it got so much praise, like everybody was nuts for it. And this was before, like it, before the backlash happened. Yeah. So then I was like, well, I'm not going to watch it because there's all this praise. And then the backlash started happening and I was kind of like, good. I don't like the hype that this is getting. And then I watched it and I was like, oh shit, I like it. I oh no. I just I'm don't not- like hearing about jazz that much. Yeah, everything's about jazz. I love jazz, but I just don't need to hear about it. But I don't love that she did one one woman show, and then <laughs> got famous. That's that how it happens. Was the hardest part for me. I was like, I have done six million two women shows, and I am alone. Like I'm not. I don't have an agent. You suck. And anyway, so that was hard for me to get over that. It was that. Was that the singing was believable. People singing in life, but her getting a uh, a career after a one woman show. Too like, unbelievable. One fantasy. performance. One performance <laughs> of a one woman show. 
Maybe you just need to do a one woman show, ditch your partner and go off on your own. <laughs> Nobody wants to see that. I'll tell you that right now. You can ask my husband. You could do it on Twitch now. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know what? Maybe I will. This will be my time. Do it over a glitchy Zoom. Yeah. yeah. A Zoom with a view. It may be something. Ian Forrester oh. adaptation. <laughs> okay. Okay. I'm liking this. Oh, man. Um, but I, I enjoyed Hamilton. I saw Hamilton, and that's probably too on the nose of like, you know. Wow, I watched it on it. Disney Plus with I the loved, subtitles I on, it. and I liked it. Oh, so we won the lottery in L.A. Oh, Melissa won the lottery and she had I got to go with her and we were on the front row, which probably also made me feel like I was like, <laughs> that's part of it. uncomfortable. And that made I was like, oh, you I love that. And then Hamilton as well. <laughs> and I loved it. And I was like, we connect. I like, you know, you make eye contact every once in a while. And you're like, wow, I'm a part of this team. That's cool. And uh, and then. You know, then I loved it, but I watched on Disney Plus. Much harder to watch, not when you're in, not a part of it, making eye contact like, with the performers. Yes, <laughs> when you don't feel special. Yes, exactly. This didn't make me when feel, feel special. special it's- <laughs> Two stars. No good. <laughs> yeah. So I would feel pressure uh, in the front uh, row. Like my- I'd be afraid to like glance at the program. For fear of them going, oh, guess we yeah, lost it. You have to, you know, like, <laughs> yeah. I really, okay, really have I'm to into flex this. your okay. active Everyone's great. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. 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 But it does, it, yeah, I, I like attention I enough that I will active listen. <laughs> yeah, you're for performing that just as hard as they oh, are. Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'll so perform. moved by this. Yeah. That was there my one woman show. Uh, <laughs> Nothing from Mark. That. Mark, did you like mm. Hamilton? I did. I thought it was fun. I mean, for what it is, it's crazy. It's like an impressive achievement, like adapting the life of Alexander Hamilton to a musical of all things. And and Lynn Manuel, is he not good? Is that the rub on him? He's like not the best singer or anything. You know, he's not he, clearly out, especially when you watch the Disney version with the like the original cast is like incredible. Like they're all like amazing performers and singers and everything. So like he just, is the sound of like, oh, he's a little not, and he he performs it in the Disney one. He does. It's the original cast. Okay, because I I heard that like when there yeah. would be important people there that he wouldn't he would just let the understudy go up or <laughs> right. something. Yeah, just like. Uh. Well, in L.A., the guy that performed the his part was so good, and I hadn't listened to any of the songs beforehand, and so when I got like in the car to go home, and we were like listening right. to the soundtrack. It, it had Lynn Manuel's voice, and what I was like, the "What? This bootleg? <laughs> this is Did you bad. buy this in the oh, parking no. lot of a Best Buy? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. And so that was disappointing. But you know, I get it. If I wrote a musical, I would put myself in it too. Yeah, and I'm not the best singer, <laughs> so I would do it. I would do it. Um, I didn't know, but he, yeah, I didn't. He surrounded himself. with oh, You sound like you're like singers, uh, so anti. Like you got your dander up over uh, Hamilton. No, no, no. I'm. I'm all for it. I'll never see it, but I'm all, I'm definitely well, you gotta all for You got to watch Action Squad <laughs> 3 or something with uh, Cynthia Rothrock. Uh, yeah, I would. I mean, for the yeah. show, you know, if I had to do it for a show, for Hamilton, for a show, I would do sure. it. If it's know? for content. He he just wants yeah. to watch La La Land over. Right. It worked on me. I I know people didn't like it. And I get I get the gripes and I thought I wasn't going to like it, but I loved it. Maybe I'll love you Hamilton. Won't. Um, I, uh, I didn't. You might like a, it. I didn't know much. About, I said oh, it's ahead. just impressive. Put the subtitles on. It makes more sense. Yeah. Okay. 
I didn't know much about Lin Manuel, you know, outside of him doing that. And then uh, I saw the new Mary Poppins when that oh, came yeah. out. And I was just kind of like, why is this guy in this? And I, 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 like, even my wife was like, this weird, this guy's in there. And then I figured out, I was like, oh, that's Remember that Lin movie Manuel. when they go into a painted bowl? It's like so yeah. crazy. <laughs> that movie is like so showing you the weirdest thing. And we're just like meant to accept this. Like in the original, they go into a sidewalk yeah. painting. But <laughs> the next, the sequel version is uh, a bowl. They go into a, a dish. dish. <laughs> like, yeah, why not a, like, a graffiti on the wall or like <laughs> a bowl? Yeah. One of the Banks kids ate chili out of this bowl. And now we're going oh. in there and just like crust in it and shit. <laughs> Yeah, you froze. I didn't hear there. a word you just said. It was funny. Yeah, I, was, I funny. promise you it was funny. Oh, good, um, good, good. It was funny? Yeah. Okay. The funniest thing I've said all yeah, day. Yeah, we love that. Uh, <laughs> I do. I did watch that and feel sad for Mary Poppins. Do you guys feel sad? Where does she go? She floats off. She goes to the next job, but she doesn't seem to get to live her life. Was she like a person even? That's is not... She like, uh, yeah, is she, is she a I mean, person I think or she, a ghost? I think she's a person. Like a spirit? Like a gremlin? Yeah, like a, like some a good sort of, gremlin? There's a demo, like a good demon quality. Well, would that be an angel, though? Maybe. Gorgon? She is a Gorgon. <laughs> it's like life isn't about her anymore. Maybe she lived her life and now she gives her life to others. Like another. Either way, that feels sad to me. And like I got, a, I felt sad for her when she let when she leaves and just. Do you feel away. bad for the and Cenobites like the- in Hellraiser? Are you familiar with that franchise? No. I am for sure familiar with that. Yeah. Pinhead, Pinhead and, all, and the gang. Yeah, no, I, yeah. Uh, I don't feel it's sad the same for thing. Them. They show up in your moment of need and like, you know, <laughs> provide you with the uh, wishes. Who's picking their choices? You know, their, their options are never. No, great. I'm the guy with chattering uh, teeth constantly. And like, <laughs> I'm the lady with an exposed larynx. Uh, that guy, God. the guy that created that's a real Clive character. Barker? Um, uh, no, that wrote him. Clive Barker. Oh, Clive Barker did? Yeah. Who did you think? Oh, I was thinking of somebody else. Oh, what, he also did, um, what was that one he did with, uh, what's his name? Uh, Nightbreed? Nightbreed, yeah. That's Clive Barker. Yeah, okay, totally. That's Nightbreed, too. Yeah. I mean, if that title alone <laughs> doesn't tell you he's gay, I don't know what will. <laughs> he's, got an, he's got an interesting visual aesthetic, and... Um, uh, I want to see that suit, like that special cut of Nightbreed that's supposed to be better because that that movie got taken away from him, right? And it was a big disaster. I think so. They wanted it to be like a like an all broad four quadrant all appeal, you yeah. know, franchise starter. But it's Clive Barker. That's never going to happen, and that's yeah. okay. That's okay. What have you heard of this cut of Nightbreed? It's called. It's it's like the cabal I think it's cut. Out. I think yeah. I think it's easily accessible. I haven't watched. It, I don't. Though. I don't know if it's easily. Ac- I know they take it around to places, or it's like somebody just made it. It's not. It's not. Oh great. really? I want to get like the. Um, Do you think Sylvester Stallone? Hey, I got Nightbreed. A, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I'm put- I got a movie player. <laughs> what is it called? I'm LimeWire. Sistine LimeWire Nightbreed Cabal cut for me. Yeah. <laughs> And I'm putting uh, the robot from Rocky Four in the Nightbreed. <laughs> You're not gonna believe. Yeah. He's gotta go somewhere. You're not gonna believe what Sistine made for breakfast today. It's unbelievable. <laughs> the thing called Ego. <laughs> and Frank. Yeah. Oh, I love I love Nightbeat, brother. Flex, flex, flex. Yeah. Flex, oh no. Flex, flex, flex. It's sad we can see the whole family dynamic in like yeah. one social media post. Yeah. <laughs> 
I need you. I need you to keep giving me jobs, brother. Night flex, hey. flex, flex. Yeah. <laughs> Remember, we like lifting weights. Remember, that's our thing. Remember, we're related. We're related. You have to blood, blood, blood. I am your brother. Uh, you big Cenobite fan, uh, Aaron? <laughs> no. You watch the Hellraiser? No, I'm so sorry. Do you like horror I'm so movies? Sorry. I. I uh, it sounds like that's uh, a no. That's no, I've never no. heard one. No, I'm sorry. I got. <laughs> I wish. I wish. I wish I knew ninety percent of the movies that Stanger brings up. You don't. <laughs> I don't, and I've been trying to watch more movies, and and the ones I watch are, you know, no one talks. What's about, been the greatest thing you've seen like, recently? I just watched for the first time the Christmas Vacation <laughs> National Lampoon. Oh, great! That's, that's a fun great. one. National Lampoon. Yeah. Christmas Vacation yeah. with uh, Chevy Chase and Beverly D'Angelo Chevy Chase, and yeah. Randy Quaid. Yeah. Yeah. And that was really funny. It's I great. enjoyed that. I just watched Jingle All the Way. That was fun. Wow. And then, you know, Daddy's Home too. I, I did watch and I'm going to keep pushing. <laughs> Jingle All the Way. That's crazy. <laughs> Jamie. I got your Turbo Man doll, Jamie. <laughs> I've never seen that one. <laughs> it's weird. It, it was fun to watch. It was weird, but it was fun to watch. It's fucking weird. There's like a domestic terrorism scene in it uh, where like uh, what? Yeah. I mean, like a just straight up like Sinbad. Does Sinbad blows go up a, postal? Yeah. He's going postal yeah. the whole movie yeah. that they're kind of trying to hit yeah. at that. Yes. Jesus. Yeah, he's postal. He's definitely postal. Well, times have changed. Uh, and Rita Wilson is in yep. it. She's got, we love she's her. in it with nothing to do. Yep. Nothing a woman in a do. movie with nothing to do. Stop yeah. the presses. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. But she's in a lot of scenes. So that's there nice. you go. Uh, she looks beautiful and she's doing good work in it. She's got a weird like coda thing at the end that doesn't make any sense at all. Where like he doesn't get her present. So she know? slices their son's throat in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, fingers crossed so that it's really ended on a weird note. Clive Barker just did that one scene. They let the end. Clive you get one scene in this movie. <laughs> we'll let you do whatever you want. <laughs> all right oh my God. release the clive barker um, cut a jingle all the way <laughs> the cabal cut. <laughs> <laughs> so insane what made you pick jingle oh all the God. way aaron okay this is uh conan when i was younger conan o'brien's show he would do <laughs> I I like, where to go with like this because i thought maybe conan the, the barbarian because it's arnold movie or arnold something. connection yeah he, no, close. But he would bring the uh, the face of you know Arnold Schwarzenegger oh, yeah. in, and With then the someone's lips. mouth yeah. would do like this, like fun, and then he would talk, and it would be an insanity. And then he would always guide the conversation. Arnold would always guide the conversation to his all time Christmas classic, <laughs> "Jingle All the Way," and that would be his like <laughs> like kind of just all always the button that they'd come back to. And so I felt like I had seen it a million times because I loved that. Bit, that bit from being like a high school student sure. watching this all the time. and then i was like i have actually never seen this movie and so we just rented it on amazon and it was fun i think that could have been there's a good movie in there arnold i love arnold and i'm happy that he's in it but he's miscast it should be like an every man in the part because it's just like it should be a schlubby guy because anytime arnold shows up in a movie you're always like why is nobody else saying this guy is huge <laughs> yeah the yes. fuck? where is he from there's no mention yeah. of him being from <laughs> germany or yeah. his size except for at one moment phil hartman says like you can't bench press your way out of this one and it's like oh thank god yes. somebody finally called out that this guy's it's a like monster 
casting like Grimace in a movie and never commenting that the fact that he's like giant and purple. That's, you know? That often comes up in action That's exactly movies. Exactly right. They don't ever, there'll be no mention of like, you know, Van Damme being foreign or, you know, being from France <laughs> yeah. or something. I love America. I know. I did find it interesting that he didn't like, I don't think he can do an American accent, but I, I can barely do an Austrian like, accent. Yeah. <laughs> didn't even try to talk about it, explain no, it. No, and there's anything. a million instances where he could have said, like, look at how crazy it is here. When they grew up in Austria, we didn't do any of this. And that'd be <laughs> we like cops. Yeah. There'd be three seconds in the movie and then they would you would just move on. But I do uh, wish they made a Christmas Conan movie. Oh, that'd be amazing. <laughs> Crom. Crom and yeah. Christmas and Crom. <laughs> Christmas and Crom. Isn't there a Crumpus? That's a horror Krampus. movie, right? Krampus. Krampus. Yeah. You know what? Maybe I'm going to watch that. Give yourself a little Krampus treat. Yeah. That'd be, that'd be fun. Then I'll I'll do a... It's like horror meets Christmas I think time. Tony Collette's in it. I haven't seen it, but I've heard good things. It's fun. Okay. It's fun. Okay. okay. All right. All right. There you go. Done. Done. There I go. <laughs> I got my stuff to do today. Uh, let's... Um, I want to keep talking about movies, and we will. But There's a talk, shock. Let's talk about... Uh, <laughs> Nice. Got him. Nice, Mark. You got, got one. Me. Hell yeah. Crushed. On the same team. Crushed me. Now I'm losing the podcast. You guys oh, have gone no. ahead of me. I was way out in front early on. But yeah, yeah, now yeah. I'm falling behind Typical. both of you. I've stayed right in the middle. I'm, I'm, Consistency. I'm good with that. Oh, yes. behind me now. Um, sorry, with that last <laughs> statement behind me. Uh, I wanted to, uh, so what's going on with food? So we got the holidays. Uh, off mic, Rennie told me that he is staying home. He's staying indoors. Will you, how, first of all, how's your diet been and what are you doing? And then what will you, will you treat yourself to anything for the holidays? I mean, what am I not treating myself to something? Um, okay. The one big thing happened over quarantine. It's like, oh, I can't buy ice cream and pints. If I buy a gallon and scoop it out, I'll eat less and it'll last longer. Oh, so that's okay. the big diet change I've made. Um, that's good. For lunch, I have I a love Trader Joe's salads. You know, but it's hard not to when you live right next to or you're working right next to your kitchen. It's hard not to like snack. Yeah. So my diet's been shitty. Um, Try not to DoorDash. <laughs> I'll make mm. I have been making veggie chilies like once a month. I'll do like a veggie chili. Oh, in a, big, like, like, in three, a crock pot? Days. In a, a Dutch oven. Thank you very okay. much. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> wow, wow, okay. wow. 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 You're heating it from your <laughs> oven, not its own heat source. Okay. <laughs> Thank you. Um. <laughs> But yeah, I don't know. I guess I've been doing less fast food just because I don't like leaving the house to go get it. Okay. But my diet's been like bad. <laughs> so, I mean, I'll eat light lunches, I suppose, but sometimes I'll add it with chips. So, and I love a Coke <laughs> Ooh, what Zero. Kind of, what kind of chips? Oh my God. Trader Joe's has these like dark russet potatoes where they're like russet potato oh, chips, but yes. they're extra cooked. So wow. they're all dark yes. brown. They're all burnt on purpose. They're all burnt. That's what I like. <laughs> Apparently, I, I discovered. Oops, all burnt. Yeah. Oops, all burnt. Yeah. <laughs> Those sound good. I've seen them. I've never gotten them. Um, uh, McGowan's a Trader Joe's freak, too. I so. love Trader Joe's. Yeah. I, I yeah. get their Christmas. Because what we do, I have roommates, so what we do on the kitchen counter, someone will always bring home a treat when they go from the grocery store for the whole house. Right. Like, maybe it's chocolate oh chip cookies. God. I love it. So cute. I know. And I'll bring, like, Trader Joe's has all these, like, great, they have, like, a spicy snack mix. So I'll bring that home. That's fun. Mm -hmm. So there's always something to nibble on is the problem. 
that's the trick when you do it like for the table, you know, like let's get some curly fries for the table. Come on, we're all, <laughs> yeah, we're all yeah. in this together. You let's know? get some heroin for the table. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. It's not just for oh, me because yeah. I'm addicted. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's all sit down to <laughs> Rambo 3. First. Come on, for the table. For the table. We're, we're all going to watch this together. Not just Let's me. talk about how great I am for the yeah. table. <laughs> I will say one thing I hate about Trader Joe's is I they just never have enough of those uh, candy cane Oreos. Oh, I haven't tried they those. Always they oh they're so good and they sell out within like a week. And I'm like, Trader Joe's has been a company for <laughs> twenty years, if time. not longer. The beginning of time. Figure it out. I just can't. I went to Trader Joe's yesterday to buy a box of gluten-free ones because my dad is gluten-free and I like to ship them. I would like to send them to him for his, for Christmas. They don't have Trader Joe's where he lives. So it's like a thing I do and they're sold out. And I'm like, this is the time you should have them. You have them once a year, figure it out, make more. I'm so <laughs> ahead. over. I'm so, I know. I, and I should have planned ahead myself, but I didn't. And now I'm mad at Trader Joe's for not planning ahead. Can you go to me. another location or... Here's the thing. I, I can and I probably will try another one today, but Trader Joe's has lines, always oh, yeah. has the lines. And that makes me crazier than almost anything. Tell you this, though, I went yesterday, Saturday at like 11 a.m. I waited one minute, got right in. Mm. Well, it was un I couldn't believe it. I, I made the mistake of also going to the one in Toluca Lake, which is tiny. Uh, yeah. And I think their occupancy is very, very small. And so the line is always just insane. I do long. like the fact I, I like how we have to wait in line outside like 10 minutes, because if it means it's less crowded inside, I'm fine oh, with yeah. that barter. A hundred percent. That's yeah. a great trade. I'm, I hope they keep that. I agree. Would you guys um, would you argue or maybe yes. I'm maybe I'm arguing. Oh. Would you please argue with each other? Go. Um <laughs> That part I don't of like paintings of guitars. <laughs> <laughs> Crap! That's what I have hanging right behind me. I don't like Skywalk. Uh, good. Skyway, Skyway. whatever's behind you know, kitschy Disneyland bullshit. <laughs> okay, sorry. Um, All right, Ryan. What? Uh, they're they're each picking out things that we can see in each other's Zoom screen and saying they don't like them to uh, to pay off arguing with each other. Just, uh, you know, this is uh, this is radio, not TV. <laughs> um, but, this is uh, radio? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's uh, from Die Hard. This is radio, not TV. Hans, put the gun away. This is radio, not TV. Oh. What am I, a method actor? I don't um, remember things. But uh, he just couldn't not talk about a movie. That was one of the movies they covered yeah. for- We did do uh, Die Hard. Uh, I was going to say that Part of the charm of Trader Joe's is that they do run out of things. You never know what you're going to get. Yeah, it doesn't feel like it's some uh, horrible American factory of like just this endless supply of food. We're like, where does this food come from? How is it possible that I can always get a Lay's potato chip no matter what, whenever, anytime, any place? It's like, no, this is uh, this tastes better and it feels more natural, so they run out. Maybe that's you know what I can't get in regular grocery me. stores that is like I think it's one of the hottest ticket items in all of during quarantine is um and you're gonna hate me for this is Coke Zero. I think Coke. it's their number one Coke product because you never they always have regular Coke, they always have Diet Coke, they're always out of Coke Zero. Wow, can you order it online? Does wow. can you get it through Amazon or something? I don't want to give Jeff Bezos more money, you crazy. <laughs> 
That's a good yeah. point. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so sad. Uh, What's the Amazon knockoff? What, is there an Amazon knockoff you can order? Blamazon? From? Yeah, go to no. Blamazon. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Could you do like Ralphs.com? I, I don't know. There's, it's also one of those things like, it's fine if I don't have it. You know what I mean? I'm not like, yeah. it's okay. Yeah, so you like Coke Zero. Like, I'm a real health nut, as you can tell from my diet. <laughs> I like Coke Zero. I got really into Tillamook brand ice cream. Oh, wow. Those are Tillamook? my brands. <laughs> Y'all, I used to live close to the Tillamook uh, like factory. Is there a tour? Like, and- yeah, you do the tour and at the end you get to sample all these cheeses Ooh. and it was it, and the ice cream is insane. It's just it's the best. I mean, maybe they're not, you know, who knows what their ethics are. They seem really good, but but they're the best. You, you can do a virtual to tour and just get a bunch of the stuff yourself, you know, it's and just the same have it all around your computer <laughs> and stuff. One thing I realize I've missed since this whole I really miss like museum gift shops. Like those are one of my favorite things, and like I can't wait to go to another museum gift shop. Uh, what's your favorite one? Um, uh, the one the Gene Autry Museum has mm. a really good yes. one actually. What? Yes. <laughs> and what do you like to get? I've from been to that? it. Nothing. Sometimes Nothing. a mug, Browse? maybe a mug. Mug. Or I'll buy a postcard, use it as a bookmark. That's cool. Oh, cute. cute. That's very whimsical. I like a little touch of whimsy. Yeah. We used to, my husband and I just went to the Grand Canyon like a month ago and they have gift shops, you know, all over the place. And I used to like avoid gift shops because I thought they're just trying to get my money. And Jason loves gift shops and he bought everything. Wow. He bought he bought, he likes a magnet. He likes a sticker. He, he actually is a person that puts stickers on stuff. Like he has like places he puts the stickers that he gets i love it and i still have bumper stickers that i'm like i'll figure out a play <laughs> one like, day like, <laughs> like 15 years ago i still know where they are and they're not stuck on anything and he's like and he'll get me a mug and he wants a he wanted like a money clip but turquoise money Ooh. clip. like he went he went for it and the, i'm like i'm all for I'm like, it they did it they got all his money they did it they figured it out and i'm like back you're going we don't need that we don't need that <laughs> But you know, I had more fun. He did for sure. So he won. They always say if you want to see who someone really is, take them to a museum gift shop. Yeah, I think that's a really good, like maybe third date. (laughs) What's some bumper (laughs) sticker that you're not, you haven't put up yet? Virginia is for lovers. That's one. Get that. Yeah, I have that one. Get that up there. I know, I know, I know. I, I should put it on one of the places Jason puts his stickers all over the place. I've got a lot of people. I got a honk if you're horny up. It's the greatest decision I ever made. <laughs> You'd be surprised at who honks. Old people, young people. I mean, it's just, you know, a lot of people are horny when they're driving, and it's just good to know. <laughs> are you sure you're just not, like, weaving wildly through the streets or something? There's a lot of that, but I, you know, I, yeah. <laughs> no, it's the bumper sticker. Yeah. A lot of horny people. Gotta be the bumper sticker. Yeah. I'm a horrible driver, but people are, are horny. So sure. Two yeah. things can be true. <laughs> Two things can be true. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mark, I cut you off. What do you want to say? What, what bumper sticker you have you haven't put up yet? Go. No, I don't have any. Um, I Trump don't like Pence. stickers. <laughs> Trump Pence. Wow, hot take. Hot take. <laughs> Trump Pence. Uh, no, I don't. I don't. I don't. Never know what to, where to put them. Like I, I fear the commitment of it for whatever reason. Like, what if I don't like it, or I don't like it if you, I always like. I'm afraid of placing it incorrectly and getting a bubble. 
and then yeah. having to redo yep. it. Then you get that residue, and then it's a whole. Ever since I was little, I never anymore. liked stickers, yeah. even when I was a kid. Or working retail when I had to use a price gun, like, ugh, getting on my fingers. I, something about stickers feel dirty to me. Yeah. Yeah. I, I don't, and that's I my don't, hot take. I, I like, I had some sticker books I liked. I would always try to order them for book orders and like try to, like my mom wanted me to get real books and I always tried to jam a few sticker books in there. And she'd be like, this is fucking, what, what are you going to do? You put the sticker in and then it's done. It's useless. Get a book. Yeah. And I always wanted them. I was like, no, I love, and it would be some shitty thing that whatever, like I'd be too old for it, but it's whatever Scholastic, you know, had the licensing for. So it'd be like a Scooby-Doo sk- sticker book. And I was like yeah. 14, you know, oh, please, boy, mom, I love this. <laughs> that is too old. That's way too That's old. That's too old. <laughs> uh, but look at how I turned out. Um, pretty, totally cool. <laughs> Aaron, what, what's going on with you and food right now? Are you guys, are you, do you have uh holiday plans? We talked a bit, a little bit about it on the last couple of episodes. What, uh, what are you going to try for? Are you going to try to do a Turkey? Or are you going to try to, we got a honey baked oh, ham. ham. Ooh, uh, okay. I remember that was on the table. So we made, we made the decision, did the honey baked ham, like the honey baked ham proper. We went to the place, we got the, the stamp where it's like guaranteed to be good, the real, real deal. And then we got some stuffing from there too, because I was like, I, there's, I, I can cook some stuff, but I, I don't want to do it all that day. So this pre-made by angels. It's pretty funny. Um, we got some stuffing because you can cook some stuff, but you don't want to do it that day. Um, but you weren't <laughs> talking about stuffing specifically. But it was funny to abbreviate stuffing as stuff. Uh, stuff. You got yeah, the official stuff. honey baked. It's marked so you know for sure. Because I got a honey it's, cooked ham from Blamazon. That that's oh no. <laughs> so it's lies. So it's real 50-50. Oh, no, I it was just a be. bunch of bees or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! You have to save them. Uh, you can't kill them. You have to save. You them. can't go into a honey baked ham and just get like a sandwich, right? I think you can. Can you? You can yeah. in a one in Toluca Lake. You can. Toluca Lake. Shitty Trader Joe's, but great honey baked hams. Yep. Yeah, yeah you can. And they it, have a menu. Like, you can get just. Really? You know, yeah. I always thought you had to go in and spend like $60 on a ham. No, I didn't even know no. they had sides. You know, they have sides. We got rolls, like potato rolls. Mm. Um, And we. I think we got the smallest ham that maybe they have, which is like four pounds. Um. You're supposed to get a, a pound per person. We're like, it's two of us. And she was like, well, then you'll have a, a pound of extra for each of you. And then we were like, great. Sounds good. Um, and they were pushing the other sides. They had, yeah. They had, yeah. <laughs> she also, we also were Did like, Did I say one pound? I meant two pounds per person. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's the law. It, <laughs> that, that otherwise, is. we lose our license. <laughs> But they have like lots of like they have like spicy pickles you can buy. They have like chutney and jars. They they have it. They have it all. Wow. And just don't go the day before. If I would if you're going to do it, go now. Hmm. Leave the podcast. Go. <laughs> yeah. <now>. Wow. <laughs> go right now. There was absolutely no one there. There was like a couple of people that came in after us. It's also a honey baked ham um store that doesn't show up as like one of the top options mm. to go to i think because it's so small um but 
the one in Glendale, there's like one time I waited in line for four hours and I was not there for myself. It was when I was an assistant. Oh my God. I waited for four hours. And then I found out about this little tiny one and way better. Best kept secret. Best kept secret. I can't imagine sending someone, oh, I need a ham. Can you go wait in a line for four hours for me? Thanks. Like that just seems like. Awful. Well, Aaron was a ham runner for oh a, a ham runner. Years. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes. it's her first job yes. in LA is a ham running. Yeah, ham runner. So they knew that was my background. Yeah. So they didn't think I'd have any. You problems, trust anybody you know? to fucking you know run ham for you? Come on, man. That's what the original script of Smokey and the Bandit was. But Smokey was the ham provider, I believe. Yes. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. that makes it sense. wasn't uh, unpasteurized Coors Light across straight state line. <laughs> it was uh, ham running. Ham running ham on run. the ham radio. That's what that movie. That's what the plot of that movie is. Unpasteurized beer. Yeah, it's or some something in like the the beer brewing process and its cores, and uh, because it's cooked, it's because it's not pasteurized or or heated at a certain temperature because it's cold brewed. There, it's it was illegal to cross it over state lines, and so he would illegally run it over the state lines. So yeah. weird. I may be using the wrong terminology, but um, but that's won't be the last time. Hello, you know. Hello. <laughs> Definitely not the last time. Um, not. It's uh, it's part of my charm is that I I speak incorrectly. <laughs> um, Do you guys feel like we've talked about fitness enough? <laughs> well, we're getting we're getting. Well, you brought on a real fitness guy, so <laughs> <laughs> it makes sense. We talked. So, what are we trying to escape the holidays uh, eating wise? What are we? What do we hope to avoid? Oh. Mm. Avoid? Like I don't know anything that makes me sick. I guess that's a good. That's a good safe bet. <laughs> poison. Yeah. Poison. Duh. Poison. <laughs> Glass. Moldy food. Yeah. It's it's a weird time because you know every, everybody's off their normal routine, so it's well. You know. I, what my problem is, I'm staying home for the first time in like 45 years for Christmas. So I'm like, oh, it's just gonna be me and my boyfriend, and he's vegetarian. I was like, what do you want to do for dinner? We're like, I don't know. Like, I've never had this problem before. Like, you want to do something like elevated, but you yeah, also yeah. don't want to. I don't want to be cooking all day either. Yeah, that's why you got to get those sides get those from the sides. lady. It's the late side lady. The lady, yeah. Try to sell them on yeah. eating ham. I don't think that's going to work. <laughs> yeah. Just cover it in lettuce. <laughs> He'll never know. He'll never know. <laughs> or you could get the bee ham that Stinger found on Blamazon. <laughs> that's true. It's- yeah, it's pretty. Uh, good. I might just make a fettuccine Alfredo and be really disgusting. That's great. Oh, that's fun. I think that's fun. I, I, you know, I think I have the same thought of like it's Christmas, and then also there's Christmas Eve, and in my family we do one thing, but I'm not going home to my right. family. Same thing. It's my first year not being with my family, and so we're we were like we were talking about going to get his family his like dad's side of the family is Bolivian and there's a Bolivian um, like pastry shop Mm. near or like in the Valley and they make really good saltanas. So that's what we're going to do. Like, it's like kind of like your chance to make your own right traditions tradition. Yeah. And so I was like, that sounds like a fun tradition. So, well, you know, we're going to try it and see. But the fettuccine Alfredo, that sounds like a fun tradition or like, you know, the Chinese food, right. like something fun. That's just like, who cares? It's just make it your own and fun and special in the way that is 
fun for the two of you. I will or, miss you know, whoever you're with. Every year, my mom makes this like corn casserole, and she always because because the first year I made it, I said, "Oh, this is really good." This was like twenty years ago, and every year since then, she goes, "Mark, I made your corn casserole, the one you really like." <laughs> it's like I commented oh, no. that kindly once. And yeah. <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> yep. Yep. I guess. Um. I guess the. Uh, you know, I, silver silver lining may be a strong word uh, to use for this or phrase to use for this. But, you know, in it, oftentimes people will travel and go home and then it's easy to pick up bad habits because you just you start just nibbling on a bunch of food that you have around um, in a way that you normally wouldn't. And then when the holidays are done, you have that expectation in place of like, well, I kind of liked uh having cookies around all the time. And, Turns out it's know. nice to taste fun food. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or have it all the time as opposed right. to, you know, just on a day or two. So I guess if, you know, if you are staying home, you do kind of, uh, you're, you are shielded from that as far as food stuff. I did already pick up a few like Trader Joe's, like frozen appetizer things. Oh, that's like good. there's like a camembert cheese and like cranberry, like pastry thing. Very holiday. Ooh. I'm thinking of just like bringing out, a, you know, every couple hours on Christmas Day. Very holiday. What about those pastry pups? Have you seen those? Oh, but he's a vegetarian. Dang it. <laughs> oh, those those are my favorite. Those are so yummy. Pastry pups. You can't go wrong. <laughs> what are they? Little hot dogs in the pastry? Yeah, of course. Like right. You can't tell from the name. God, you didn't spell it out for you. What do you think it is? <laughs> I thought they might have been like beef pastries in the shape of a anything dog. with pup is a dog anything with pup I dog related been, is hot dog i thought they might have been in the shape of a dog like an actual dog that's what that's is this possible in last place. it's fucking possible he's in last, I'm in last place i'm fine way behind i'm glad, I'm glad <laughs> to be a lower than last i wanted to lose this one echo not. echo echo <laughs> <laughs> shit uh, Ryan, what are, what's your family doing? What are you trying to avoid? Well, it's, it's kind of like what I laid out. It's just that, just that expectation, you know, when, when treats become just a, an expectation and not a treat, you know? Yeah. That's, right. That's, that's where, that's where I run into trouble too. Cause it's just like, I, um, you know, I just start to expect it. And I think that's kind of been a, a weird theme of this, of this quarantine is that like, you know, you just you're at home, you want to have the stuff around, you kind of like it, there's some comfort to it. And then, uh, you know, why, why wait, you know, like, what am I waiting for Tuesday as opposed to Saturday or whatever? You it might is. as it's well just, do it now. Might as well do it now. Do you like though, maybe adding, like putting on a little extra weight over the holidays? Cause then you get to like, cause I imagine for you, you just could like burn it off in two months. Like, isn't that satisfying in a way? Like, Oh, I put on this extra pounds, but now I get to work it off. Uh, to me, I think that would be very satisfying. It, doing something like that where the burning off is always satisfying. The problem is, is that as I, as I get older, it just gets harder and harder to kind of, I find that like my I'm best served if I just maintain because you know, what took me two weeks last year takes me three weeks this year. takes me four weeks mm-hmm. the next, you know, like that kind of shit just gets like harder and harder to kind sure. of, um, to get rid of that shit for me. I don't know. But I do, I, I know what you mean. Like it is satisfying to kind of have a little bit of a weight transformation. You know, It used to be, I used to be, when I used to watch The Biggest Loser, I'd be like, oh, I should go on the show. I would just crush it. You know? <laughs> <laughs> I'd be like, cause like yeah. Cause I, yeah. It, it's, it really is a mental game because I like, I, I don't know. 
Mark, if you know anything about my story of like losing weight, but I like lost 80 pounds and then I gained 50 back. Then I lost that. And, and then when I was able to like learn how to maintain a weight, it was so mentally, I was like, this is exhausting. The other stuff, it's like, I could lose and gain weight for the rest of my life and probably have a fun time and staying away. I was like, this hurts my brain to stay here. But it like I, I feel like I really had to talk about a lot in therapy, but I have been able to now keep a same weight for almost two years, which is crazy. I guess up, like, and, up and down three or four pounds, you know, but like staying in that little window instead of and also probably having to recalibrate like, oh, how do I get satisfied or motivated from not necessarily seeing results anymore? But just how do I get satisfaction from maintaining like that's a different point yes. of view entirely. Yeah, it's so weird because like it is fun. It's like a game. It's like the game of finding right. it of like it's a game of okay. I lost, well, I gained five pounds. Let's see what I can do. It, yeah, and what what Singer said of like it's ta- it takes longer and it is harder, and I don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> well, Turns out there's... marathons are miserable. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> miserable. Yeah, I want to be the rabbit that loses to the turtle. Uh, or not. I don't know. Uh, that's an important. Put it on his gravestone, everybody. That's an important <laughs> fable. I want to be the rabbit that loses to the turtle. Yeah. So you want to be a loser? Yeah. But it's not. At least then you're excited. You know, the turtle. Yeah, he's by more fun at parties. That rabbit. Oh let's yeah. Be yeah, way more fun. At Consummate parties. host. Yeah. Out there. He's heroin for yeah, the table. Refill. Night. Refill. Refill. Yeah. Refill. Go. Yeah. Go. 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 Um. I was going to say that, like, it's powerful motivation early on to exercise because you don't like what you see with your body, like you yeah. hate your body, but it does, it's not sustainable. And then so making the shift of exercising because you love yourself or your body, it does ultimately serve you longer. It's harder to do. And even saying it feels dumb, but like a lot of people exercise or watch what they eat because they hate their body. And that's, that's... That seems like a bad relation, no matter what. It is. Because I always say to myself, and I fail a lot, but like no matter what shape you're in, you have to love yourself as you you are right then. You can't like wait. Because what if you never get to like your goal? Like I know I'm never going to have shredded abs and that's fine. You know what (laughs) I mean? (laughs) But like I can't, I have, if I was like loathing myself just because I'm not looking at a certain ideal, that's like a miserable way to live your life. It, it totally is. And it's like, it, we, you know, we we venture into territory here of like this kind of self-help platitudes, you know, but it really is. And there, I, you'd be surprised at like how many people's true motivating factor as to why they're they're looking into their health or fitness is because they don't like something. Right. And like, you, it's just a subtle shift that you can make like, oh no, think about that self because you do like yourself and your body, you know? Right. Exercise because you love your body, whatever form it's in at that moment. And then eventually, you know, the weight loss and, you know, the aesthetics and all that will take care of themselves. But it's really hard. And it doesn't, it's not constant. You know, you have to keep reminding yourself of that and making adjustments mentally or being in some kind of therapy, you know, if that if that suits you. There's a great uh, magnetic field song called Somebody's Fetish where he learns like when he's like 50s that no matter what shape he's in, he's always going to be somebody's fetish. Oh, like somebody yes. is going to be into you no matter what. 
So don't like make this weird ideal of like a perfect body, no. like your goal. Like, cause no matter what shape, someone's going to be into you. Somebody's horny for you. Just Somebody. go on the internet. Somebody yes. is. They'll honk. And they're going to be honking. They're going to be honking. You're going to have honk. swerving on Franklin Boulevard. <laughs> <laughs> No, it's Franklin's, right? Franklin. That's right. Yep. yep. Franklin Boulevard. Swerving. Swerving on that Franklin Boulevard. Right in front of the... <laughs> That's a TLC lyric, I believe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's Beyonce, I think. Yeah. Oh, Beyonce, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's in front of the Scientology Center on Franklin. Swerve. Yep. Love it. Uh, so you've been swerving. Surfboard. Surfboard. Bort. You got it. We got it. Uh, what about some goals? Real quick. We're not quite to the New Year's episode, but but a couple of goals, something for 2021, health and fitness. Um, what do you guys like? Uh, should I, I'll go. Sure. I, I think, I, I think the guest is, is go, that what's yeah. how this works. No, no, I can, I, I don't want to be rude. Don't want to no, step no, no, on no, 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 you're not. I can, I can give one if you, to let you guys think for a second. Cause I just sprung this question upon you and <laughs> I was not expecting this at all. Yeah. <laughs> this is not, I only do the, podcasts. that have pre-interviews. Yes. This is not in our pre-interview. <laughs> But, um, you know, I thought it'd be fun to do something spontaneous, like, uh, uh, goal planning, like Craig Ferguson <laughs> does in his show. Talking about a crazy robot of his, <laughs> uh, I was going to say for myself, uh, I need to kind of look, dive back into sleep, um, mm. and my sleep hygiene, because I've been getting a little sloppy with it during the quarantine. It's easy and to do. I just, mm. I noticed that like my bedtime is creeping up later and later. And, uh, and I, I need to kind of get a little bit more disciplined about that because I'm not even like thinking about bed until after 11 now. And for a while I'd been m much better about that. And I just, I tend to sleep better with an early bedtime and an early rise. Do you tend to wake up at the same time, no matter what time you go to bed? Yeah, I, I kind of have to, I do right. anyway. And I also kind of have to just with my, my duties here in my house, but, um, and even just like my clock is like that anyway. So, right. you know, I'm start, you know, ripping into like a late bedtime and then I'm just getting less hours. I like ripping into a bedtime. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. I got to go to fuck the sleep. <laughs> <laughs> that could be the issue. I mean, I'm getting so angry at bedtime. Yeah. You're tearing yeah, apart phone books yeah. before you go to bed. You should be yeah, calming should, down. Right. You well, do you whine? Language. Are you like... Uh, trying to wind down, like put your, like think of like when you put your son to bed, you probably just don't like play with him, throw him around the wall, and then say go to bed. <laughs> you know what I mean? But like you got to like put yourself, like do you like set like a thirty minutes of like no phone, no quiet, like lower the lights, maybe listen to music or you know what I mean? I yes, and I have done that, but now it's just I'm just out in my TV room, like watching TV, just laying out there for too long, and I, I ain't watching anything good, honey. It's all <laughs> have you seen I'm the House of Ho? On HBO Max, <laughs> yeah, I'm watching the. Un I'm watch. What is that? The Undoing. You're yeah, I'm watching that? the Undoing. Yeah, Boy, that ending though, people were mad. I was fine with it. I I thought the show overall. Sucked. I haven't seen it. Um. Well. Uh. No, it's fine. I didn't like it. I thought the acting was really good. I thought Hugh Jackman. I mean, Hugh Grant is a great actor. I, we he, forgot like what a good actor he's he so is. good as a heel. Yeah, really good. But um, the show was I found maddening. And I thought, like, how am I, how is this, why does this have a dawdling pace at six episodes? It didn't need it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, so I'm not, I'm not watching anything good. And so I, I just need to, like, cut it off. And I think just 
reading in bed, you know, that kind of deal, getting back, you know, the, the hygiene stuff, the sleep hygiene stuff, but it needs, I need to pick like a bedtime and just be like 10 o'clock powering down. 10 o'clock's too early for me. Too early for you. What's your. Normally like midnight I'll go to bed because I tend to wake up at 7 a.m. No matter what. Okay. Like I'm up at seven. So um, if I go, if I get seven hours, I'm doing okay. And you're, you're asleep by midnight. I'm winding down. I like to read in bed. So I like, I'll usually, that gives me like half an hour. Okay. So that's not the full seven then. Well, sometimes it's 1145, Ryan. It's not perfect science. (laughs) (laughs) I hate to be a math guy here. I've been using uh, the Headspace app. You ever use that? They have like these good sleep casts. Uh, I haven't. I'll try it though. There's it's, one called um, Rainy Day Antiques, which is my favorite. So it's the ambiance of like a rainy uh, antique store with that's raining outside. Wow. But there's a person talking to you, like, all right, we're just going to wind. We're in this, like, they describe the antique store, but then they do like a wind down with you. Like, we're going to note, all right, you feel like your muscles unwinding. We're going to start at your toes and it go, works your way up your body and like it wow. does breathing for you. And then I usually don't make it the full like 30. I'm asleep before the full like program is done. It's a fucking trip. It's, it's really, a, like, they're really good. It's all, it's all themed in an antique shop. They have different, they have like, there's but one called one, like that, Cat Cafe, is. which I want nothing to do with. No. <laughs> it's tough to sleep in a cafe no an antique shop you could though like, i don't uh, need to hear spoons and teacups i can't sleep with that you can sleep <laughs> underneath the antique shop like the vampire in salem's lot absolutely yeah <laughs> <laughs> everybody knows that reference right absolutely everybody <laughs> i know that rennie's a constant reader so that's why i, say I am <laughs> there you go did you watch the stand i haven't yet is it good i heard it's it fun I is it? it was fun I, I wanted to see it. Like, I like that it's getting, that it definitely needs to be a miniseries. What are you short on time to watch TV these days? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I should be watching it. Uh, we're talking Stephen King, Aaron. Yeah. Oh, my computer is going to die. Let me go. You guys keep talking Stephen King. I'm going to go get my, <laughs> get your my charger. All right. <laughs> we're to keep, we're, we're winding down here though. So sleep, Rennie, what about you for a goal? Did, did I need to just work out more enough? Yeah, you, I just okay. need to work out more consistently because it's hard because I work and then half the days I like do like two podcasts after work. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah, it's just totally. hard to like, I need to at least do 30 minutes or if I'm doing like 30 minutes to an hour workout three to four times a week, I feel like I'm doing okay. But generally I'm lucky if I get like two days. That's oh, so okay. So you can add, definitely add an extra day in. So I think absolutely. We also do long walks on the weekends. We'll do like, we'll get our 10,000 steps in on a Saturday. Great. Great. Like Malcolm Gladwell says, get those 10,000 steps in. Um, do you like forever now how uh, anybody you talk to anywhere will always reference 10,000 hours for anything? Always. I love it. And apparently it's not true. It's been it's debunked, not true I believe. All, yeah. Yeah. all his he, stuff has. He was also He's, defending Jeffrey Tubin. Yeah, like yeah. for saying he's just doing what people normally do. Like, I don't think people normally masturbate on Zoom calls. Yeah, not at what? all. Oh. <laughs> We just talk about we're Rennie and I are not impressed with Gladwell, Malcolm Gladwell. Well, all I heard was masturbate on Zoom calls, so that's where I'm at. <laughs> not a fan of Gladwell. I'm not a fan of this. I don't like him. Fair enough. Uh, I I think yeah. I think for you doing a couple ring fits a week and then maybe adding in one resistance day could be great. Well, I got for this you. kettlebell. Yeah, will that fall into that purview? Absolutely. So look into look into some kettlebell movements, and then you know do 15, 20 minutes with that. Oh, once why a just week. YouTube it? Who needs that yeah. mirror when you got YouTube? 
Yeah. Yeah. YouTube it, Instagram it. Look, it's so fun. I, I have enjoyed finding new ways to use a kettlebell. So, and one, you know, is, you know, using it for toilet paper, but uh, (laughs) the other is just, they really are great tools to have. So, and that's a great way for you at least to start with. Definitely to start with, you'll probably need to go up. um, But there's a lot that you can do with that. And do the stuff you like. So you like ring fit. So keep doing that. You do. Sometimes good. I feel like a child, but I do like No, it do what's fun. Exercise should be fun. If you if it's yeah. not fun, then you're not doing it right. So that's great. And then add in that resistance work once a week. And that'll be that'll be a good 2021. Um how much was resi- how do you like how do I know like, oh, that was a good resistance? Like how like I don't know how much to do. You know what I mean? Like how many reps or whatever. Like, should I do it for like yeah. how do I time like 30 minutes of it? Because I'm also, I, I think, have a tendency to go easy on myself, to not push myself when I need to like, no, you could do enough. That's why I like the game because I'll like, I'll just do one mm-hmm. more and then, you know, but if I'm left to my own devices, I t- have a tendency to go like, I'm kind of tired when I could probably push myself. I'll be your, I'll be your Zoom trainer. I'll, I'll, I'll take care <laughs> <Wow>. of you. Wow. <laughs> You're um, just eating your chips no. while I'm like working out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I go get those, those Trader dark chips. russet chips. <laughs> Um, no, but do like start with like 10 to 10 to 15. And then when it starts to like give you like when you start it, when it starts to be difficult, yes, do, do a few more, like when it right, right, burns, right. do a few more. Huh? And especially when you only have a weight, right? So you, you don't have multiple weights to choose from. So it's going to be really easy to do a deadlift with a 25 pound kettlebell. It's going to be more challenging to do a shoulder press. So you're going to have to like play around with how many reps does it take for you to feel a burn in a deadlift versus a shoulder press. Mm -hmm. Like you might be able to do six shoulder presses and 20 deadlifts. Like it's going to vary with a singular weight. So just play around with it. I think, and then as far as like overall structure, just think about you want to, you want to do something for your legs so some kind of squat or lunge, you want to do something for your chest and shoulders. So any kind of press, and then you want to do something for your back. So some kind of pull or like a row. Mm. And then if you think like, okay, so, you know, acknowledging all those movements and body parts, uh, you know, maybe pick four different exercises that you can do that pull all of those, that pull all those muscles in. And then, you know, one gets doubled up or something. And then you, so you figure four exercises and then you do, you know, four sets of each 10 to 15 repetitions or scale is needed 20. And then just see, like you time yourself and see how long that takes you. And it might, you know, depending on how easy or hard it is and how much rest you need, it might take you 10 minutes or it might take you, you know, the full 30. And then you can kind of scale from there. But well, I you think make you it just, sound you have, manageable. Yeah. You just have to do a little bit of a fact finding mission first, just to kind of see like, okay, what, where am I at and what can I do with this? Right. And then from there, you know, if you follow that, that basic level of structure and just make sure you're doing things right. You should have, you know, a good blueprint and, and, and a direction that you can kind of move from. That makes sense. I love it. Yeah. And a lot of trainers are doing like Instagram live trainings so that you don't have to be like one-on-one with someone. They're like, if they are using a kettlebell, you could like just watch an Instagram live hop in on it. Pop it on it. Just literally not, you don't even have to do the workout. Just watch what they do and then take it into your own, you know, take the moves that you like or whatever right. and incorporate them into your life. I do like see a, a lot of 
personal trainers in my Instagram discovery page, where it's just basically an excuse for a guy to show off his ass as he's doing squats. Like, oh, I'm not meant to take instruction from this. I'm just meant to enjoy this. Um, yeah. So yeah. I'll look for some others outside that circle. Yeah, I mean, there's <laughs> yeah. definitely there's entertainment and there's instruction, you know, and <laughs> ideally you find both. Ideally, yeah. yes. Yeah. Uh, Aaron, real quick, goal? Um, oh boy, I my goal is on, I'm going to weigh myself in on Wednesday before Christmas. And my goal for that is to just not, just not go hog wild hmm. for that, for the next week. I'd like to enjoy myself and not, uh, and not lose control. <laughs> I, I will say that it's it are those be mutually exclusive. I think they yeah. are. <laughs> I do. I it do will be challenging that. because uh, you know not to, to you know bum you out, but you each do have two pounds of ham to eat. <laughs> true. So that is By law. the definition of hog wild. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you already went hog wild. Uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I like it. I'll take it. Uh, Mark, where can people find you? Uh, where can they discover these podcasts? Where can they follow you on Instagram and Twitter and all that good stuff? Uh, you could follow me Instagram, Twitter, just Mark Rennie. Uh, my name's in the episode description of this, I would guess. Um, and the <laughs> podcast is just Two Old Queens. Uh, wherever you get your podcast, not on Stitcher. I don't know how to get it on Stitcher. I'm so sorry, but you could find it anywhere else. Um, and we have a Patreon, patreon.com slash Two Old Queens, if you want to support us. Show's fun as hell. John Flynn, co-host. That's right. Uh, former guest of the show. Uh, it, I think I actually interviewed him too. He was around have. Christmas time last year. Yeah. That yeah, that could be what I conflated. Yep. Um, beautiful. This was great. Uh, if you have a question for us, like Roger, yes. you want to get roasted on air and have your question <laughs> answered, you can reach us at askthedumbbells at gmail.com or any of our smaller, any smaller, you know, tidbitty type questions, stuff you could fit in 140 characters or less. You can get us at Twitter or Instagram. You can DM us. You can send us private notes. You can oh. send us public notes. You can add us. You can mention us. You can Instagram story us. Uh, what what's our social media, Aaron? At the dumbbells. At the dumbbells, we got it. We fought for it. We got it. Got it all, baby. Yeah, there was a uh, preacher out in South Dakota that wanted it, but we beat him to it. A preacher with the dumbbells. Yeah, well, he wanted the dumbbells. Was he so a fitness he, preacher? He's a fitness preacher in South Dakota. Now he's um the real dumbbells at the real dumbbells. Well, that feels like a, a dig at really? you guys. Really, I'm gonna check that out. I'm gonna check it out. <laughs> may or may not be true. Uh, we want to thank. <laughs> All right. We want to thank everybody that's out there listening right now. Uh, we'd like to uh, thank Eugene Cordero wherever he yes. is. Our co-host, uh, handling family business, enjoying Christmas with his family. I'm assuming. Uh, and we'd like to remind everybody that's out there listening, including Mark Rennie, who's here. I'm still I, listening. I, you're still listening. I tried to uh, I tried to pull a guest in one last time and mention Eugene, and I worded it weird. So it, it does it, this does fit in nicely with our intro to everybody yeah. that's out there listening right now, including Aaron, myself, Eugene, and our wonderful guest Mark Rennie. We like to remind everybody to train dirty, eat clean, and live in between. Aaron's face. <laughs>
face looked so confused. I was confused. If you like the long intro, you're going to love the long yeah. outro. Do you think Return of the King's ending was too brisk? You're going to love the dumbbells <laughs> wrapping it up. <laughs> That was a HeadGum Podcast.